0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. Really do appreciate it. We're into another week. Um, I'm I'm happy to be able to record at seven o'clock and Um, This probably will be the last time you see 7 o'clock or 7 a.m. from me this week. But nonetheless, I will be here. You know, I love journalism. I should start off by saying that I absolutely love journalism. I love all of the, the, the bedrocks that it's supposed to represent. I think that there is no finer, there's no finer, there's no more relevant job in the world than to relay the information to the masses. There's no, there's no finer job in the world than to be the person that gives the information to the masses. Gives the masses the information that they need to know in order to continue on with their lives. Whether that information is, whether that's informational, excuse me, whether it is entertaining, whatever it might be. To be able to bring that type of content to people, I just think is fantastic. But man, I really hate media sometimes. I really hate media sometimes. And we live in a world now where we are caught having to we're caught having to figure out how to navigate this new world where in order to be paid accordingly, we have to have engagement. I mean, there was a time where Everybody read the newspaper, right? And so the truth of the matter is, is that nobody had to be salacious. Nobody had to be outlandish. No one had to say things or do things or write headlines that were misleading because everybody was going to pick up the newspaper anyway. There was a time where everybody watched the news. And so there was no reason to be salacious or, or or, like um, any of those things just to get people to watch the news. Everybody was going to watch the news because that's where you got your information. That was the only place you could get your information. The newspaper was the only place that you could get your information. And then the Internet happened. And as the Internet happened, the world became so much smaller, but also it gave birth and it gave life to all of these people who were giving information. So the more people giving more information, the less you are relying upon one individual stand-alone place for your information. Now we have to fight for your attention. We have to try to get your attention and that is where the words clickbait gave birth. That's where clickbait gave birth. And and clickbait was on display once again because there was a a tragedy outside of a school. A, a, A young man lost his life. Um, in Ohio, he was beaten to death. Headline should probably read, teenager, l- teenager beaten to death outside of school, outside of a school. But all of the headlines read something along the line of teenager killed at LeBron James school or at LeBron James or LeBron James's school had a teenager killed. Now, some of y'all might be sitting there going, well, was it it his school? Yeah, it was his school. Well, then what's the problem? The school's not named the LeBron James school right it's not called james um academy or james institute or the 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 lebron james no it's called the i promise school right so by putting lebron james name in anything you up your engagement now i'm just i'm talking i'm talking new media now right i'm talking um how to get people get people to have their get people to have their eyes on what you're writing now in a vacuum this wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing in a vacuum this wouldn't necessarily be wrong except when you get 20 30 40 different media outlets all doing the same thing now you've got LeBron James name attached to Something negative, and whether he's involved or not, which clearly he's not, that is attached to his name, so it makes it look as if things might not be the greatest over at the place that he's held up that people have held up as a shining beacon. Now, I refuse to click on it, so I want you in the comments, you can tell me if. This was a, a a um bad thing, like if this was actually something that happened to an I promise school kid, or if I promise school kids were involved, but the headline itself turned me off to where I went, I know what you're doing here, I'm not going to participate. Like I know what you're doing, and I'm not going to participate. See, that's, that's the problem that we have now with this, with, with the way in which the new media works, a way in which social media works, but not just really social media, because I, on social media there wasn't really a footprint for this. Like, I didn't really see it. It wasn't until searching for actual newsworthy stuff that I was able to fall upon it and then see the tons and tons of headlines that all looked almost identical in the way in which they were written they were written by different people and they almost look identical that's a like to me that's an issue to me that's a problem that says everything that we need to know about what what the mission is what's the goal what are we trying to get accomplished if the mission is this if the goal is that then what are we trying to get accomplished so that's the part that we should be looking at that's the part that we should be examining as we look at these different entities right that's 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 all it is i know that you have a job to do i know that a lot of your livelihood depends on how many people click on that article. I get it. But don't you think there are some things that are worth more than just a click? How about being the one that doesn't do it? How about being the one that finds another way? You could mention the I Promise School. You don't have to mention LeBron James. Literally in every single search, For the story, it comes up with LeBron James' name in the headline. But he has nothing to do with the crime. And he has nothing to do with the day-to-day operations of the school. He founded the school. He supports, he's a benefit, he's he's the, he's a financial benefactor for the school But he is not responsible for what happens at that school. And because he's not responsible for what happens at that school, putting his name in it, it feels wrong. It feels as if you're trying to get something. You're trying to get clicks. And I just think that's wrong. You know... I'm still bothered by um Jack del Rio's comments. I'm still bothered by those comments, and I know he's been fined hundred thousand dollars. I don't really know what that does. Like I don't even know if they really gave him a hundred thousand dollars fine or if they just said in public, "Hey, we're gonna fine him a hundred thousand dollars to make it seem as if they did something i'm not I'm not saying that he should be fired. But I'm going to say this when it comes to Jack Del Rio and, and his comments and how damaging they are, if I'm a coach and I am in charge of a, of a, of a team that is primarily primarily Hispanic students, right? Hispanic students means that I have Hispanic parents and family. And I say something like, well, you know that that the situation in Uvalde, you know, it really wasn't that big a deal. If I was to say something like that, when I know that in Uvalde, that elementary school was full of Hispanic kids who were killed, and those kids knew I said it and those parents knew I said it and the community knew I said it, then that might be an issue for me to be able to really coach and have people people actually like buy into what I'm saying, have people really ride for me and do what's necessary in order to be successful. I might have a, a, a difficult time getting through to those people because I've alienated them. I've made them seem as if the death of their people is less than the death of my people. So when you listen to Jack Del Rio minimize life, when you you listen to him minimize the fact that These people, largely people who believed in white supremacy, people who believe in trying to upset justice and then him likening that to people protesting because their people are being murdered in the streets. Black people being murdered in the streets. He tried to equate a protesting and rioting, which I don't necessarily think is right, but rioting is is a thing. He tried to equate that to an insurrection where we're trying to overthrow the government because an election didn't go our way. Because we were upset about the outcome of an election we were ready to we not only ready to we stormed tried to take over and kill someone in order to get this to stop from happening. When you do that, the over the abundance of black players in your the abundance of black players in your on your team have to every day come in and work with you. And as the defensive coordinator, you are going to work with roughly half of the team. Then the other half have to look at you every day. They have to be around you every day, knowing that you don't care about their problems. You don't care about the plight of their people. How is this going to be good? I can tell you straight off, I'm not playing for that dude. I know all of y'all are out there saying, oh, well, you know, sometimes you just got to suck it up and do what you got to do. No, I actually don't. This is the NFL. This is the NFL. I'll make it very public. I would immediately sue for them making me work in an uncomfortable environment with somebody who I know does not have myself and my people's best interest at heart. I would put the pressure on immediately to get him out of here. And again, I'm not normally out here trying to say people should be fired. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not normally out here saying people should lose their jobs. I'm not here for that. But what are we doing? But what are we doing? How are we how are we supposed to be trying to navigate this? I got you later, baby. How are we supposed to navigate this? If we don't do something about this, if we just allow this, this, this type of thing to be okay, and then slap an imaginary hundred thousand dollar fine to it. Really? Okay. I mean, you guys out there want to punish people who've been accused of stuff. You want the NFL to punish people who've been accused of stuff. Not found guilty. Nothing. Not even put on trial. Not even Not even charges. Just accused. You want the NFL to, to ban them for life. Yet you're okay with this? He said it. He meant it. I don't care that he that he canceled his social media. Social media is not real life. When I when when I'm online versus when I'm not online, things happen. Things happen for you when you're online and then when you log off or close the app on your phone life goes on this isn't the case this man said this he said it on a a a national platform everybody saw it so what are we to make of that he just all of a sudden had a change of heart in in 24 hours no he 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 did the he did the oh repair your image playbook. Apology, fine, wipe your social media, start all over again. He's old. So he don't even need to be on social media. He's made millions of dollars as a coach, head coach, assistant coach for years, years on years. Maybe it's time for him to go home. You can't be a leader. You can't be a leader doing things like this. You can make mistakes as a leader. You can say things that aren't like popular as a leader. You cannot alienate an entire race of people when that race makes up the predominance of your team. I If, if, if I'm a journalist, in Washington every single time i get a chance to i am asking black players to answer how you feel about working underneath this man knowing what he said see that's not that's not salacious that's not clickbaity that's not that's legitimate news you're in Washington DC which Contrary to, to what you might believe because you see pictures, is still predominantly black on a team that's predominantly black. The fan base still tons of black people. What are you going to do? Washington has made their decision. Jack Del Rio's not even that great a defensive coordinator. Like, his wins above replacement? Nah. Nah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemson. to do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five star ratings are appreciated. If you join them in the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. If you appreciate the Facebook, appreciate Twitter. Check out a giant issue. New episode drops today at six o'clock. Till tomorrow. Peace.